Welcome to the Nourish Babes podcast. We're your hosts, Bella and Madison, your go-to besties for all things women's wellness. We're here to help you balance your hormones, heal your gut, learn how to eat, exercise, sleep, manage your stress, break free of diet culture, and get confident as fuck about your own health and healing. Let's dive into today's episode. Before we dive into the episode, are you subscribed yet? Nourish Babes podcast monthly paid subscribers receive access to two to three additional podcast episodes per month, which are longer, more in-depth, and more specific than our free episodes, exclusive discounts and offerings, and also the potential to be featured on one of our case study episodes, where you send in your health concerns and we spend a whole episode sharing our personalized diet, lifestyle, and supplement advice for you. So are you ready to subscribe? If you're listening on Spotify, click the link in the show notes or click the lock icon on Spotify paid episodes. If you're on Apple, click the link in the show notes. On Apple, these episodes are actually hidden from your feed. Once you're subscribed, you will gain immediate access to past and future subscriber episodes. So we hope to see you there. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Nourish Babes podcast. This is a solo episode with me, Bella, and in this podcast episode, we're going to discuss how to turn your health goals into sustainable daily habits. So I first just want to preface this podcast episode by saying, yes, I'm recording and releasing this at the end of the year so you can get started on January 1st. But with that said, you can get started at any time you want. January 1st is such an arbitrary date and making positive changes towards the person that you actually want to become can happen any time throughout the year. It doesn't have to be only on January 1st. And if you don't do it then, then you never start because it's much better to start sometime than never at all. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I want to ask you this. Are you the type of person that makes New Year's resolutions but has trouble sticking to them? Or maybe you make these huge lofty goals, but you fall behind when your motivation fades. You tell yourself, I'm going to start exercising or I'm going to start waking up earlier. I'm going to start eating healthier. But eventually over time and as your motivation slips, your former bad habits prevail. So if this sounds like you, definitely keep listening. So the problem with making New Year's resolutions or setting goals is often from not creating a doable strategy to actually do what you say you're going to do. So how can we turn our goals into sustainable habits? Well, first, before we get into that, I want to explain some of the major issues with setting goals without a strategic plan. So the first one is we often create these huge lofty goals like I want to write a book or I want to start a business or I want to lose 50 pounds. But we don't think more deeply and strategically about the daily habits it takes to actually achieve these goals. Instead of setting personal goals, we need to shift our focus to establish the daily habits that are necessary to attain this desired behavior. 
So when we think of setting high goals or high demands, we think it demands radical changes in our behavior. But in reality, all goals are achieved through consistent, small, gradual, daily changes. The second problem with setting huge goals without a plan is when we start changing our habits, we often expect these immediate results. We want to start working out and expect to immediately start losing weight, or we change our diet and immediately want to start feeling better. And so we set these unrealistic assumptions that our progress is going to be linear. We work so hard and we put in so much effort. And so we immediately expect to notice those radical changes because it feels like we're making radical changes. But in reality, we often barely see any results. And this is the point where most people feel like they failed and they slip back into their former routines. But the most powerful results are often delayed. So patience and diligence is required to stay committed to your positive daily habits and ultimately lead to the person you want to become. Third, another problem with setting goals or not attaining goals comes with relying too much on motivation. When we first set a goal, we're highly motivated to begin to start acting and start achieving. But as the days go on, our motivation starts to fade and so do our actions. We might make a few positive behavioral changes, but since the results often don't come quick enough, we usually fall back into our old old ways when the motivation fades. And lastly, we often put way too much focus on our accomplishments and less on the person we want to become. So developing new habits depends on committing to this process and becoming who we want to be in order to actually reach those goals. So setting goals should be way more focused on who you want to be and who you aspire to be rather than that specific outcome. Goals are important and they help lead us in the right direction, but focusing on our daily habits and creating that process to make progress over time is what actually helps us become the person we strive to be. Now, how does setting goals and establishing new habits relate to health and wellness? Well, when you set these health goals, the best way to achieve them requires you to change your behavior through your habits. So if you want to improve your health or heal your gut or balance your hormones, then you must work on your daily habits. And again, we want to shift our focus away from those specific goals like I want to heal my gut and rather focus on the small daily steps it takes in order towards healing your gut. So as you shift your focus to your daily behavior instead of the specific goal, Over time, you will absolutely start to notice the positive changes in your gut, your hormones, and just your overall well-being. So in this podcast, I'm going to guide you through the step-by-step process of creating and establishing new positive habits so that you can become the well-nourished woman you are designed to be. I highly recommend grabbing a piece of paper and a pen to write down notes. And after each of the phases, I will give you two to three action steps so that you can pinpoint 
what those steps you need to make are in order to instill those habits into your daily life. You can even pause after each of the phases so that you have time to write down before moving on to the next one. Last thing before I get into the five phases is the This whole method is inspired by the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And so if you have not read that book yet, I highly recommend reading it. It gives a much more detailed explanation and understanding of how to change our old habits into new and better habits. Okay, now let's get into the five phases. So phase one is focus on who you want to become, less on a specific goal. So as I mentioned earlier, attaining specific goals shouldn't be the focus. It's all about becoming who you actually want to be and who you aspire to be. And the best way to do that is by changing your your daily behavior. So your behavior helps to change your identity. You may be motivated to change an old habit, but you'll actually only stick to it when that new behavior becomes part of your identity. So again, don't put so much concentration on that specific goal. Start acting like who you want to become. So here are some examples. The goal is not to walk more often. The goal is to become a healthier, more active person. The goal is not to clean your house more often. The goal is to become an organized person. And last example, the goal is not to just wake up earlier. The goal is to become a morning person. So when you identify your identity with your behavior and when these two align, you slowly start to become the person you believe yourself to be. And at first, you may not immediately adopt your new identity. In fact, you probably won't. But as you continue to act and you continue to consistently perform your new habits, you will slowly begin to identify more with your new self. Again, no single event is going to change who you are. But the consistent application of these habits repeated over and over again, day after day, is what helps shape you to become that person. Again, the most impactful way to change who you are requires you to change what you do. So for this first phase, your first action step is to write down the ultimate goal that you want to achieve. Maybe you want to walk for one hour every day, or you want to go to bed with a clean kitchen, or you want to start waking up at 6 a.m. Whatever the ultimate goal is, write it down. Then the next step is to rewrite that goal as in who you want to become. So try to write it in an I am becoming format. So for example, I am becoming a person who walks more often, or I am becoming a morning person, and so on. Then the third action step for this phase is to remind yourself of who you are becoming daily, especially in those times when you're lacking motivation. Literally tell yourself out loud, I am becoming da, 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 da. <laughs> Okay, now let's move on to phase two. Phase two is to make it clear. 
So most of our daily habits are carried out automatically. We often don't even realize what we're actually doing on a daily basis. We just run through the motions. This is especially true with our daily habits. So when we fail at creating a new habit, it's often due to this lack of clarity and lack of automaticity. We need to create a clear vision to make our habits more automatic. So the best way to gain clarity requires us to create a very specific action plan. This includes time and place to fulfill the new behavior. So here's an easy template to help guide you. I will insert the action plus insert the time plus insert the place. So let me give you a few examples. Here is a vague example of what I don't want you to do. A vague example is I will walk more this month. Way too vague. A more clear example is I will walk, that is the action, at the park, that is the place, for at least 20 minutes every morning. That is the time. So making it super clear like this helps reduce decision fatigue and helps you get motivated to start to start acting. Another another vague example is I will clean my house more often. Again, way too vague. A more clear example is I will clean action the kitchen place for 15 minutes every evening after dinner. That's the time. I'll give you one more example. Here's the vague example. I will start waking up early. Way too vague. A a better, more clear example is I will start waking up, again, that's the action, 10 minutes earlier each day, that is the time, and immediately make breakfast in the kitchen. That's the place. Obviously, you're going to wake up in your bed, but kind of helping to change that place and make it more clear will motivate you more to follow through with your action. So setting goals with a clear specific time and place helps to clarify what exact actions are needed to make that change easier. Again, this really helps to reduce decision fatigue and make taking action much easier and more fluid. So another part to making it clear is by changing our environment. So as mentioned earlier, our motivation levels vary so much, but by changing our environment, we can much more easily inspire motivation, which can then alter our habits. So a specific A specific environment helps to influence our willpower and our motivation and helps us become the person we want to be. It's really hard to stick to a new habit when your environment does not support that positive change. So when creating new habits, it really requires us to change and adapt the environment around us, which again will make taking action much easier. So here are a few examples on how to change your environment to help support that new habit. So again, I'm using the same examples over and over so it becomes more clear. If you want to start walking more consistently, try to set out your workout clothes and your walking shoes and your water bottle all nice and neat the night before so that will make taking action the next morning much easier. 
if you want to start cleaning more often. Keep your cleaning products like rags and mops more available and visible to help remind you to take action. Dirty dishes could also be a cue, but again, that might not work for everyone. Lastly, if you want to start waking up earlier, put your alarm clock farther away from your bed so you're actually forced to get up. Plus, waking, er waking up earlier also requires you to go to bed earlier. And I know that in our modern days, so many of us are distracted by our phones before bedtime, and this inhibits us to be able to fall asleep sooner. So one way we can change our environment is to turn off our phone a few hours before we go to sleep and instead replace your scrolling on your phone with other more calming activities like reading, journaling, or showering. So again, these ways of changing our environment are going to be different for everyone. Something that works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for another person, but find what environmental shift will work best for you. Again, changing our environment is a super easy reminder to help inspire us, improve motivation, and be able to eventually take action. Okay, so your action steps for this phase of make it clear is to first write out your action formula. So again, that is I will fill in the blank for action plus time plus place. Then your second, second step for this phase is to plan out how you're gonna change your environment to make it much easier to adopt your new habit. Now let's move on to phase three. Phase three is to make it fun. So we are much more likely to complete tasks if they're fun, attractive, and rewarding. The more fun something is that we do, the more likely we're going to establish that new behavior into our daily life. You may or may not know, but dopamine is an essential neurotransmitter that greatly influences our motivation. When dopamine is high, we're much more motivated to act on what we what we say we're going to do. So this dopamine induced state of mind is really helpful when making positive changes and trying to change our behavior. Making these new habits fun and attractive helps us to change for the for good. That expectation of having that rewarding experience also really motivates us to act in our new ways. So one way of doing this is pairing a fun new a fun activity that you already do that you like with your new habit. This can help engage the two together and help improve these new positive behaviors while also repeating them day after day. So the thought is to combine actions that you want to do with the new habit that you need to adopt or that you want to adopt. So again, here are some examples. If you wanna start walking more, pair your walk with a friend or a pet to make it more fun and more exciting. Or maybe you wanna to listen to a, a podcast or an audiobook while you walk. Although I will say definitely be careful with this one. Make sure you're still aware of your surroundings because the world is definitely an unexpected place. Um, another example. 
If you want to start cleaning more often, put your favorite song on and sing or dance while you work to make it way more fun or, and enjoyable, not feel like such a chore. Um, for example, when I fold my laundry, I like to watch TV and it makes kind of like looking forward to doing laundry. And this is probably why I enjoy doing laundry way more than I enjoy doing dishes. And the last example I'm going to give is if you want to start waking up earlier, set out your morning coffee the night before, plan out a delicious breakfast that you're going to make, and make a morning playlist of all your favorite songs so that you're much more inspired to actually get up, get out of bed, and start your day. Another part of making your new habit fun is by changing your mindset. Having a positive and intentional mindset makes these new habits much more desirable. Your mindset greatly influences how we act. So by adjusting your mindset, it can really help to change your new habits and make them into much more positive experiences. When possible, when, whenever possible, really try to not focus so much on the downsides of your new behavior change, but rather embrace all of the new positives you're now benefiting from this new experience. So here are some examples of ways that you can change your mindset. Instead of the mindset of, oh, I have to go on a walk today, change your mindset to, Uh, I have the incredible ability to move my body and walk. And when I walk, I feel more energized and revitalized. Another example is, uh, I have to clean my kitchen. Instead of having that mindset, try to reframe your mind by, by thinking, once the kitchen is clean, I will feel so much more at peace and so much more clear headed. And the last example is instead of telling yourself, I will be so tired if I wake up early. Change your thought patterns to when I wake up early, I have so much more time to get the the things I want done at a much more peaceful rate rather than being hurried and rushed. So the point of this isn't to make isn't to be happy and chipper all the time. It's okay to have your feelings. It's even healthy to feel your feelings. Being upset or annoyed, all of those feelings are totally valid. But the problem occurs when these negative mindsets are constant and they just never change. If we're constantly looking at the downsides of any situation, it's gonna be so much more difficult to make positive changes. So your action steps for this phase are first, plan out what additional fun activity you're going to be, you're going to pair with your new habit and your new behavior to make it much more enjoyable. And two, brainstorm new ways of reframing your mindset in a positive and productive light. And make sure that whenever you're feeling unmotivated, make sure to repeat this new mindset phrase to yourself to help remind you of who you want to become and why you're doing what you're doing. Okay, moving on to phase four. Phase four is make it super duper simple. So repetition is a key part of making behavior change. As you continue to repeat a new habit, the much more likely it is that that habit is going to stick and become automatic. 
So the key to making a habit stick is to repeat it daily instead of trying to focus so much on doing it to its completion. The more energy and planning and time required it it, it takes to perform a certain habit, the less likely we're going to take action. So whenever you're developing a new habit, try to find ways to reduce procrastination and excuse making by making your new habit super short and super simple. The goal is for it to take between five and 20 minutes or even less time. Again, it might sound super ridiculous to only walk for five minutes or just clean your kitchen for five minutes when the whole thing's not done. But again, the aim is to make this new habit extremely simple because the goal is to just establish this into a consistent routine. When we get started, this is often the hardest part is just getting started and getting moving. But it's much easier to get started when that action is so simple and short, it becomes ridiculously easy. So here are some examples. Instead of walking for an hour every day, aim to just walk for five to 10 minutes. Again, if you're not walking at all currently, you might feel like you want to walk for an hour, but that is just so long and so daunting, whereas just walking for five minutes can be much more approachable. Another example is instead of cleaning your entire kitchen to its full, just put a timer on and clean for 10 minutes and you'll see you'll get so much done in that short amount of time. Lastly, if you want to start waking up earlier, don't start at 6 a.m. if you normally wake up at 8 a.m. Instead, try starting to wake up at 7.45 a.m. And then the next day or the next few days, wake up at 7.30 and gradually work your way up to that 6 a.m. goal. Again, the purpose of this phase is to make the new habit super simple, ridiculously simple, so that we'll take action and it's much easier and less daunting to just get started because once we're started, once we're going, once we're in the motions, it's much easier to keep going. So the purpose of this phase is strictly to establish that daily routine and to avoid procrastination. Making your habit simple and doable helps you to stay consistent and ingrain that new behavior into your daily routine. The more consistent you are, the easier it'll become, and eventually you can extend the time length for longer. So your action steps for this phase are first, write the goal you ultimately want to achieve. So maybe you wanna work out every day for one hour, or you want your kitchen completely spotless by the end of the night. Write that down. Then for step two, make the goal super simple, reasonable, achievable, and super small. Again, we want this goal to be anywhere between five and 20 minutes or even less. This making it super simple and take such a short amount of time really helps us to avoid procrastination and just getting started. If you only complete that habit for five minutes, great, you did it for the day and you accomplished it. Okay, and then now we get to phase five, the last phase of these phases. So phase five 
phase five is to reward yourself by using a habit tracker. So phases one through four are, are trying to help you set simple, reasonable, and doable goals. Doable habits, excuse me. Whereas phase five is how you will track your progress to help you mo to help motivate you to keep going and keep moving. So as we mentioned earlier, the feeling of pleasure really stimulates the brain to repeat the habit over and over because we want to feel that pleasure again and again. When you experience this pleasure, you're much more likely to repeat the action again so you can feel it again and again. What is immediately rewarded is often repeated. I love that phrase. So a crucial part of getting a habit to stick is to feel successful immediately after performing that habit. So one way can, we can do this is by celebrating the really small wins, the really small baby steps along the way, and this can be a huge motivator to keep going. Feeling satisfied helps to signal that that habit change is worth it. And my favorite way, or just one of the ways that you can track your progress is through visual messages. And this is where the habit tracker comes in because small wins over time make a huge impact. So basically a habit tracker, there's monthly ones, there's daily ones, there's yearly ones, but it's just a way to mark off that you completed that habit for that day so that you can track your progress along the way. Here's an example. Each time you go on a walk, whether it's five minutes or an hour, you mark it off on your habit tracker. Or each time you clean your kitchen for five minutes or clean it to its full, what, clean it completely, check it off on your habit tracker. Or each day you wake up just a little bit earlier, fill in your habit tracker. You can use other rewards as well, but I find that the habit tracker is one of the simplest and most effective ways to, to establish a reward within our new habits because tracking becomes the reward. Your progress, again, it might seem so small and so incremental, but each day your new habit becomes more ingrained and eventually leading to the person that you want to become. Checking off your boxes is a super simple motivator to keep completing those new habits daily. Again, showing up is often the hardest part, but as you keep showing up for yourself, the habits are more likely to become automatic. And as time goes on is when we can expand our habits for longer times. Lastly, when you have those off days and you lack motivation to complete that new behavior, remind yourself of the person you want to become. It's totally okay to slip up and to skip a few days, but really trying to remind yourself, I want to become a more active person. I want to become more organized. I want to become healthier. These changes in our mindset can really help us to keep going and keep motivating us. Here's one uh, another example. If you lack if you lack motivation on your daily walk, ask yourself, what would the best version of myself do? Or what would a healthy active person do? 
or maybe you don't want to wake wake up early, ask yourself, what would a morning person do? They would probably wake up and keep reminding yourself of this person that you you want to become. And eventually over time, through these small little habits, you will become that person. So your action steps for this last phase are first, whenever you complete your habit, mark it off as completed on your habit tracker. And two, whenever you lack motivation, ask yourself, what does the person I want to become do regularly? Or what would the person I want to become do in this situation? Whew. So I know that might might have been a lot of information, but when you break it down and break it down into super small steps, it becomes much simpler and much more achievable. I want to wrap up by saying all of this information is written out in my latest blog post titled How to Turn Your Health Goals into Daily Habits. You can find that blog post on my website, nourishwithbella.com. And you can also purchase the habit tracker that I use personally on a daily basis on my website as well. I will link both of those, the blog and the habit tracker, in the show notes. The habit tracker, specifically the PDF, includes a monthly habit tracker template to help you keep track of your progress along the way, along with a one-page step-by-step guide so that you can fill it out with all the steps that we just discussed in this episode. I hope you found this podcast helpful in establishing fulfilling and new habits into your daily life. If you have any questions at all or would like to share your experience using this method, please send me an email at bella at nourishwithbella.com or send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is nourishwithbella. And with that, that wraps up the podcast episodes for this year. We have so many more episodes for you this season starting in January. So definitely stay tuned for those. I hope you all have a lovely holiday season and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.